0: glad you made
1: it. Why, thank you. I'm glad I made it, too. (laughs) It has been a wild day. Yeah? Yes, it has. I should show you the track of my flight from Minneapolis (laughs) to Indianapolis. Wait a minute,
2: from Minneapolis? Yes, I saw that on Facebook.
1: I, I, I get in, on Salt Lake, fine. Flight's fine. We get in just fine in Minneapolis, and we get on the plane. Oh, everything is just hunky-dunky. And then we're in, like, we're past St. Louis and somewhere deep in Missouri somewhere as there's some thunderstorm that has mm. reached out of the north and has extended into the gulf I, somewhere. So we flew south forever trying to get around this thing. Turned the corner. I took a picture on it. You can find it on Facebook of the, of the route. It, it looks like pioneers winding their way through the <laughs> mountains. <laughs> <laughs> In search of, you know, El Dorado and not finding it. So you don't
3: add it to Skylanders, then there's something wrong. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Effect. effects.
2: Yeah
1: but we got but we got in and we were able to get uh, a, a lift within like 20 minutes which is yeah. pretty good especially here right now yeah. yeah and then we came in and of course i went to go before you can get your badge you have to have your vax uh, oh yeah well
2: you're not attending the risk yeah i'm yeah. not i'm not So,
4: so, yes,
1: I, you know, and I looked at the map and I thought, wow, you know what? It's just across the sky bridge from the hotel. We'll just walk over there, get it done, you know, so we won't have to worry about it in the morning. Good thing. And the line went. went We're back
5: to Salt Lake. It did.
1: I was was back in Salt Lake. Why did I bother with the plane?
3: (laughs) We have found that, and I'm surprised that they didn't tell you, you can go to special services and just, they'll give you one, they'll hand you one.
1: So anyway... (laughs) uh. No, I'm just glad to be here. Yeah. I, I, what do you mean, why did I tell him that? He wasn't, wasn't looking too. for
2: special services.
1: I wasn't looking for special See? services. I was, you know, he was I could have. I mean, one. I did use special services exactly. getting out here because walking the length of airports is very hard for me right now. So I was very nice. I was able to, you know, I had nice people to push me through the airport, and that helped considerably, and it's a good thing I did because when I got here, it was a hike. I got yeah. all my steps in.
2: Good job! Yeah. Huh? Got them done for the weekend. I, yeah, the
1: yeah. entire weekend. Yeah,
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I'd even actually looked into you know the idea of like just renting a scooter just in case I needed it mm-hmm. to get or, to get around on. None to be had. Really? I, yeah. The, yeah. There's uh, just none to be had. So I mean, there's a lot of people at, at yeah. this convention. Yes. Yes, a lot of masked men <laughs> and masked women, of course. Yep. Well, here I am. You made it. I know, Woo-hoo. and I can't stay terribly long because, unfortunately, because I have to get up at like I have an event at like seven in the morning that I have to get yeah, to. Yeah,
2: it's it's for it's for this book, isn't it?
1: It is. It's for this very same book. <laughs>
2: it's almost like he's talked about this or something. The uh, D- Dragons of Deceit, Dragonlance book. Tell us about so
1: it. So sweet. Yeah. We yeah. So? No. Okay.
2: No, not should really. We, we just uh, kind of walked into or it. Or Look, anything. if so they're
1: it. listening to this podcast, they know who we are. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's <exactly>. fair. Do <laughs> really they need <laughs> really need a bumper on the front of this? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Josh, Josh, can I just
4: play the intro.
2: We can do it. <laughs> post. Just post. Like, right yeah, now. we will do it in this post. We will do it in post.
1: It'll be. It'll be alright. We'll do it in post.
4: <laughs> <laughs> We usually say we fix it in
1: post, <laughs> but I know that's not <laughs> going to happen. No, that's not going to That's
2: fix. Have this is perfect. This podcast at
4: all?
1: <laughs> that's right. That's why we do this. No, it's, uh, uh, tomorrow morning we're actually doing something very exciting. Uh, it's something that hasn't been done before, and so I'm really, I, I like doing new things. Um, so we have an event tomorrow morning that is the unboxing. Uh, Dragonlance, mm. Dragons of Deceit, uh, new uh, Weiss and Hickman uh, Dragonlance novel unboxing. And Everybody who buy, who bought this ticket, and I, I actually convinced everybody to buy a ticket for $30 to an event at Gen Con. Gen Con, by the way, was quite impressed with that. <laughs> uh, and uh, and everybody that comes to the event in the morning, uh, as part of their ticket price, gets a first edition uh, Dragons of Deceit hardback. That's awesome. Uh, nice. uh, some of the first uh, that are out there, and certainly the first that will get the opportunity to be signed by Margaret and I. So everybody gets to come in the morning. We're gonna check that we believe electronic ticketing will work. We clap for the ferry for a week now, um, and and uh, get everybody in. We've got Margaret's gonna be there. Um, we've, got, cool. uh, we've got we've got a special message from our friend uh, Joe Manganello and uh, um, who sadly couldn't be here. He, mm-hmm. he had wanted really to come help us launch mm. this but his schedule just wouldn't permit it uh-huh. and then uh, and, and Margaret and I will be there we're gonna um, we're gonna talk about the book give some insights into the development uh, of the book I'm um, gonna do a little reading we're gonna answer everybody's questions and everybody that comes to the event actually gets an extra special something that Ooh. from from attending the event in the morning we, so are
2: you going Josh? I'm not uh, I didn't get, I didn't pull it off because we're gonna get a babysitter till nine a.m. So I wasn't gonna be like it. Man. Yep.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll tell you about it. Good.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well,
1: we have a,
4: we have
0: a, a friend of ours here in the room that none of we you can do. see, uh, Frank, who is
1: going to Hi, the Frank. event. He's oh, awesome! Cover it for us, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> right. Cover it for us.
5: I'll find you in the hall. We'll get an exclusive. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I, I'm really excited to get together with, uh, with our friends because. Um, uh, they they really very much are family. our family, our fans are very much family to us. Uh, this book was actually written for them cool. and, um, uh, and, and to a certain extent because of them. Uh, and we fought hard to get this book to them. So we're very excited about uh, tomorrow morning, it's, it's very much a celebration for us, and uh, looking forward uh, in the uh, Exhibit Hall to uh, clogging all of the alleys. <laughs> That's <right. laughs> Yeah, with people get uh, to get their signatures on Heck the book. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you
5: know where your booth is in the Exhibit Hall? I
1: think it's 1628, 29? Okay, okay. Yeah, cool. somewhere in there. We're on the main uh, cross... Um, Uh, Avenue, I don't know. Yeah, the big lane. Yeah, the big lane. Aisle. I don't know. know. Well, they
2: have the name, like the Hoosier Corridor and all these different things, but it also goes through into the main hall, I think that's what he's referring to.
1: Yeah, you can probably use Google Maps on it because (laughs) it's it's, It's a big hall this year. It's a big hall this year. I will be signing there. I'll also be doing some signings in uh, the Taylor Corp uh, booth with uh, Howard Taylor and, and Jim Zupkovich, good friends of mine. Um, we've got, also in addition to the Dragons of Deceit, of course, we've also got the second edition XDM book that's just come out.
2: It's almost like I was slightly prepared. Huh. You would. That was a,
1: <laughs> I love the whole visual aids thing we've got going here. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yep. Extreme Dungeon Mastery. I know you've spoken very highly of that. And what is Extreme yes, Dungeon Mastery? Yes, I have
1: praised it considerably since it's my book. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you do that with all your books,
1: though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. What makes no, no
2: your dungeon mastery extreme?
1: I, that we get out of the humdrum of the game, mm-hmm. that we get that we get go beyond the numbers and 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 the charts and the tables and and move to the essence of the game for me, which is is the role play and and the communal aspect, the social aspect of it. That's the thing I think that we that I, I've always felt XDM was all about. That it's extreme dungeon mastery, but you know it for me it's going beyond just the tables and 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 the numbers um and to a certain extent beyond the tropes mm-hmm. i i like that very much i in, in fact uh, my wife and i are, are right now um writing a 5e campaign um called um sky raiders of abarox mm-hmm. and we kickstarted this last year
5: i was just about to say i, I saw a bunch of stuff like with like the advertisement and stuff through my Facebook feed and yeah. Kickstarter stuff
1: and yeah, and we're still doing late pledge right now. So mm-hmm. if people want to get in on that, please please join
2: us. Yeah, join me.
1: Yeah, I was going
3: yes. <laughs> to talk about the 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 dice and the the dice rolling apparatus is like a living scroll. So it's actually part of the game. It's not just a, a thing you have on the well, table.
1: Well, yeah. Not only is it not only does it have. I mean, I love the scroll, frankly, because not only does it have a map of that portion of the world on the back that is directly usable. But on the inside, it's also got rune figures um, on the interior of, of the scroll. The ends of the scroll are great because uh, they're designed specifically to hold dice and miniatures. So you can just roll That's up the cool. scroll and, and go, right? Very okay, cool. But the, the thing I love about, uh, one, of the th- one of the many things I love about Sky Raiders is that we are developing an app called The Living Tome and the living tome allows you to look through your device your your smartphone or your device uh, at the books themselves and at the scroll itself and so the runes represent different types of information that you might get and all of this is connected to the uh, to the skymaster the gm for the game and so the gm can instead of i always hated that when you know the gm said well, okay. Your intelligence is like 12, so <laughs> y- you know this, and his intelligence is like three, so he does not know this. But you know that, and now this table talk, right? That just pulls you out of the out of the moment. Mm-hmm. We're designing this uh, living tone a- tome app. Uh, we're working actually with Digital Anvil. Hmm. Um, you, uh, oh, excuse me, not Digital Anvil. Psh, sorry. Uh, digital Anvil, wherever you are, it's not you. Uh, <laughs> and I can hear the president of Digital Anvil saying, well, I'm not working wait, with him." <laughs> Who made Anvil? this contract? We'll steal that no, IP actually, no, right we're working now. with World Anvil. That's what I thought. And yeah. World yeah. Anvil is, I've really enjoyed working with them. They're wonderful people. And, and they're really good enabling us now to do our development on World Anvil, and then that development will integrate directly with, oh, man, through an API, very cool. it integrates directly with the Living Tome app. So in the, in the process of the game now, the, the game master can push information to specific players. Mm-hmm. And some of that information is automated, so if you happen to have come from that region, you will, you will know, you know, what, what this is. If you've been to this, if you've been That's to these so ruins before, cool. you can, you know, I know about this bridge. I know what happened at this bridge. There was this incident at the bridge. And you can bring that to the table directly rather than, you know, all this table talk. Uh-huh,
4: uh-huh. And so, so interesting.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, if your character is cursed, you're the only one who knows it. Right, Mm, and so the information that goes out is actually specific to you, in the game. You'll be able to use you'll be able to use the tome on maps, and your character will know parts of the map that the other characters do not. To encourage talking, to encourage talk over the table,
0: communication.
1: The entire the entire system that we're designing here it's an AR system. I mean, you'll literally be able to look into our books through the app and see new information and new things on the maps that everybody else doesn't know (laughs) and and yes click on it and expand it and get that information if you come from haven yeah you kind of know your way around haven you know where the places are and who's in charge and you'll be able to communicate that to the table or not (laughs) right 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 right. Mm -hmm.
0: Decision.
1: And, so, and so the entire yeah. app is designed as, as an evolutionary step in our play, Cool. To, uh, not to replace the, the table with, uh, we don't want everybody sitting around the looking at uh, their screens, <laughs> we have enough of that now, mm-hmm. but to augment the play at the table, it's designed to focus the play with each other around the table.
0: But it sounds like an excellent player aid. And that's something like, um, you know, I, I've been playing since I was a young guy. And mm-hmm. I know you've been writing for quite a while as well.
1: Since you were a young guy. Probably, yeah. yeah.
0: probably. Yeah. So, like, to see that t- the development of technology over time and how it's affected uh, the, the gaming world that we all, you know, enjoy has been a very interesting thing because this wasn't possible in the... 80s, the 90s, like this no. Is
4: something although, that was
1: although to be new? truthful, we talked about it at sure. the time. I mean, we talked about things like you know having sound effects in, the, in our games mm-hmm. and being have a device yeah. that could you know sound effects. But it, if we were doing sound effects in the 80s, you know, oh, I, <laughs> uh, eh, eh, I, it was, <laughs> <laughs> was eight bit noise. <laughs> eh, eh, I, you yeah. know, I'm sorry, I'm doing my best no, to like, mimic Dark Tower to it. back <laughs> in the <Yeah>. ancient <laughs> yeah. times.
2: Getting ready to bring his theremin out.
1: That's yeah, great.
4: yeah.
2: But it is very
0: cool to see how technology is impacting uh, you know, the gaming, and, and not poorly impacting it, but like for the betterment of getting into the game and communicating between characters and people and players at a table.
1: Well, there's been a wonderful resurgence in D&D yeah. over the last few years, and, uh, and and that's all been for the good, I think. Um, and there's been a lot of... It's also been interesting for me to see um, 5e in particular... Be required to evolve,
2: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: mm-hmm. and uh, and I'm all for that because I believe that. Um, I, I don't. I personally, I, I know we're apolitical. Yeah, I I, I, we, it's okay. So, but <laughs> but I, I I personally believe that we need to forgive our past. The uh, the people in the 30s and the 40s and the 50s, and and 60s for that matter were of a different time. Mm-hmm. And they had a different mindset and a different framework to work in, some of which would be abhorrent today. But I think we need to forgive ourselves that and and say we did, they didn't know any better back then. We do. And therefore, we should behave and function to a different... To a different standard, not hold our past to that standard. Certainly, mm-hmm. but we should we should evolve, and I think D and D has evolved and 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 uh, and, and is evolving. Our um, I keep going back to Sky Raiders just because I'm so ex- excited about it as as a game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we've moved away from um, race, which. I have come to believe is a construct. It's something we impose as a, as a construct. It doesn't actually exist.
0: We're all one race of man.
1: We're all one race of man and we're all, we all bleed the same. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: And I mean, and, and, and and truthfully, I mean, in, in terms of genetics, the difference between individuals is so slight, no matter where you are in the world as to be, irrelevant so I wanted to get away from that concept and there were some other ideas that I liked very much and my wife and I both liked very much and so we've we've taken the the 5e concept of race and we've actually split it into two with our own take which we're using ancestry
4: Hmm.
1: your genetics of your forefathers and four mothers, for that matter. Um, four mothers? Uh, well, four no, just one. Oh, right. just the one. Yeah. No, we're not going to get into that. <laughs> oh, God, semantics. <laughs> um, we, so we have ancestry, which are genetics, and we have um, culture, where right. you were raised. Yep.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Pathfinder Second Edition went to Ancestry and Background to handle similar things. So Excellent. this is becoming very yeah. a very popular way to recategorize something that was often used negatively. Well, That's...
1: and not only that, but it's an improvement in the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it allows us now to mix cultures with ancestries, and and to be able to mix these together in new and intriguing ways.
0: Mm-hmm. It it's so, also more current anthropological perspective on you know how our own history developed as well absolutely so it's very cool i mean D has been a a game of history in ways right of mythology yes. and whatnot so as we understand more about our mythology and our history
5: it makes sense the game would evolve in that understanding
0: as well yeah
1: absolutely
5: well and i think you know to to that degree and then to a statement that you had made earlier about uh you know uh forgiving what our past looks like compared to what today looks like i think it's a very um parental role that we take where, you know, I have three sons at home and my job as a dad is not just to nurture them and take care of them, but it's also to teach them that I have made mistakes in my own life and their grandparents have made mistakes in their lives and I want them to learn from the mistakes without having to make those same ones. And exactly. I, feel like, I feel like the culture and world of gaming is also translating that at-home desire to want to see the improvement of us as a people Mm -hmm. and, and add that into the fantasy, because I think for all of us, we've all had those very close to the heart opportunities in our gaming life Mm -hmm. that so closely relate to our own humanity.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I I was, I was just reminded this week of um, something kind of dear to me. Um, when I was, uh, and I've told this story before, but when I was a boy, um, where I lived, there were no African-Americans. There were no, really, there weren't very many people of color at all. And and the only African-American that I had contact with regularly was Lieutenant Uhura. Okay. Yeah. And, and she taught me. I, know I was raised in a, in a great household. My parents were very, very forward-thinking, and, and, uh, and I'm grateful for that. But I, I very distinctly remember her teaching me it was okay to be different and that there were beautiful people from every place in the world and powerful, mm-hmm. intelligent, driven people. And she taught me that, of all things, in, in, uh, every week on Star Trek. And years and years later, it was such an important thing for me. Years and years later, I happened to meet her. I met her at one convention and did not tell her when the, I had the opportunity because I was like, oh, God. But then subsequent to that, I found, out, I found myself at another convention where she was attending, and I made a point of getting up, going over, and telling her that because it was that important to me.
4: Mm,
1: yeah. And Nichelle passed away
4: mm.
1: this week. And I am still grateful to her for opening up my heart to a bigger world. Um, it's, it's something I've, that I, I've carried with me. I, I do think that D&D is evolving the game itself is evolving and reflecting uh, reflecting not just who we are, but who we need to become. Mm-hmm. And I think that D&D is, is at its best when it helps us, shows us who we should become.
0: Wow, this is like, like I hope a lot of people... <laughs> Watch this or listen to this podcast <laughs> like they're legit Oh, oh come on, guys. We
1: do this every time the we get together. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're the highest this. rated episodes that we have, Jason. They, they
3: are. Great, yeah. It's yeah. great. It's, it's, I, yeah, completely agree. Yeah. It's amazing. Okay. So it's been a couple of years since you've been back. It's been five
2: years. I <laughs> know. In person. In, in
3: person. person. In person. Yeah. What, really? yeah. What's yeah, that? we did a
2: virtual with him about a year to ago? you
3: now since it, I mean, Man, I remember, we we call it a family reunion, yeah. right? What is that like for you since you've been gone for a while? You know, I don't know yet because
1: I, I just like, you know, managed somehow to land here <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> late this afternoon. And and um, it was interesting because we were on the plane. Uh, and, and of course, if I'm flying from Minneapolis, the Indianapolis. That's a lot of appilises, by the <laughs> yeah. way. Yep. But when I'm if I'm flying to Minneapolis or to Indianapolis, it's likely full of convention goers, mm-hmm. especially yeah. today. Yeah. So we're sitting on the plane and we're sitting next to this young uh, uh, this young woman, and she was very excited. Becoming Gen Con. It's her first Gen Con. Oh, oh nice. She cool. was so thrilled. Her friends, like, said, well, you've got to come to it with us, and they've, they've, they've shanghaied her here, and, and she's just <laughs> so excited. She's been playing D&D for two year, two whole years now. Uh, and oh, wow. Yes, and, and she's DM'd, and, and she just, Ooh. you know, that's, loves doing... That's and, pretty good that's for two, two years. years. Yeah, yeah, right. that's really good. yeah, I know. I said, where's well, your certificate? Yeah. You yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. She has absolutely no idea who I am.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know, I. my name is a complete blank to her. And quite likely, she'll go through this entire convention and go home and have no idea that we spoke, right? And her friends most likely will have no idea
4: <laughs>
1: that, that, we, that, that we spoke. my mind will probably change tomorrow morning when we're having, like, the Dragonlance, Dragons of Deceit <laughs> big premiere event because my guess is people there will probably know who I am.
0: <laughs> Solid guess. Maybe. Yeah. But at, least, it's, at
3: least one, right? <laughs> <laughs> at least one guy. But we've... My name's in there.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lance. Ha!
1: Well, but it's, but it's too, it really is too early for me to know. It is very much a home, it is a homecoming to me, but this evening I'm feeling more like the distant uncle who showed up than, than, than a patriarch. Mm -hmm. There's...
2: Well, They're, if that's true, you're our favorite uncle.
1: Well, thank you. I, I always <laughs> wanted to be somebody's right. favorite uncle. Yes,
2: no joke. In our, dis, like, in our Discord, the event, my wife put it down. She says, hi, by the way. It says Storytime with Uncle Tracy. That's the name of the event.
1: And, <laughs> and that is a good oh, event. Yep. The so favorite. we we have... Um, I'm okay with that. And I'm okay with that. I, I've, I used to tell people, people ask me about what fame was like. Um that there there are entire provinces in China who have never heard my name. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm okay with that. I... I think that fame is not important. What is important is family. And... Mm -hmm and the family that i have here is what's important the 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 people who have connected with dragonlance and the stories over the years is what is important they are the ones who have kept this alive they're the ones who's who who have read the books i, I i'm sure i've said this before but um the the written word is really low-density information. The sights and the sounds and the smells and the, and the experience and the meaning of the text is all found in the white space between the words, and all of that is provided by the reader. And when people come up to me at conventions like this and they want to tell me about my book, <laughs> they're telling me about their performance of my book, which is unique to them.
4: Mm.
1: And that's wonderful. Because we write these words and they go out and hopefully they inspire something in, in, in enough in people that they become part of the creation. So the people I get to meet this week in Homecoming are Dear family and friends we wrote Margaret and I wrote this series uh this this we wrote this new series for our fans because we wanted to take this journey with them again. We'll talk about it a little bit tomorrow when we started writing this. we had no idea if any of them were out there
0: no. oh, we're
1: out there huh. <laughs> you're out there today. And we love and appreciate all of you. It's led to an extraordinary life for which we're very grateful. And maybe that's part of what we celebrate while we're here.
3: Awesome. So we were, awesome. you were mentioning how there was a young lady next to you on the plane that didn't know your name. Do you think the changing of d d is erasing some of that? Do you think that they're not giving credit to... Some of the founders in the new material—is that why, or is it just that there's so much out there?
1: There is a lot that's that's out there, and I think that I mean I think people will always remember Gary.
4: Mm.
1: And truthfully, I mean my my, my my the greatest thing for me is that um, uh, Gary came to my killer breakfast, and I think and and. He was gone the next spring. But I get to remember him sitting at my table. I get to remember him playing my game. And I get to remember him laughing and singing along with our dumb songs and jokes. <laughs> I, rem- I get to remember him telling me what a great time he had at my game. And could he please come next year? That's how I get to remember Gary. I think Gary will be remembered. Whether Weiss and Hickman are, are remembered, I, there are four, as far as I know, there are four lifetime guests of honor at Gen Con. Uh, Ga- Gary Gygax, who's gone. Mm-hmm. Dave Arneson, who's gone. Me, <laughs> still here, Yay. and Margaret. We're not listed in the program book. As far as I know, none of the lifetime guests of honor are listed this year in the, in the book. I don't know if it matters. Who will remember us are the people who took the journey with us. Who will remember us are the people who read those books and brought them to life. And I am really good with that.
0: I should have a, a question, then, about, about the, book, the new book, specifically. Sure.
1: Two. I have to leave pretty quick, because my understand. wife probably ordered me dinner, and that's, yeah.
0: Hopefully they're, they're quick. Uh, one should be quick. Yes, okay. Are there any familiar characters in it? I don't want any spoilers, just are there any familiar characters in it from your other works? There are.
1: Awesome. Quite a number of them, Awesome. actually. And there are new characters in this book that, that we love very dearly. The main character in this book is a new character that... that that we follow through this journey, and she is fabulous <laughs>
4: cool.
1: as a character. She is fabulous. Um, one of the things we were very cognizant of when we wrote these books is that we wanted it to touch on the past, have, a f- have very firm footing in the past and in the present.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: In, the no- in the old and in the new. And uh, I couldn't be happier with how this worked out. All three books are finished. Awesome. The manuscripts oh, yeah. for all three books are done. <laughs> we know where it's going. I, I'm not going to tell you, but yeah, we know yeah. where it's
0: going. <laughs> That's exciting, though. Yes, yes. It We're is. We're excited. And then does the, and this is a person who has um, been playing in D&D a long time, but 5e hasn't been my bag yet. Does this then preclude as a Dungeons & Dragons novel from Dragonlance, a Dungeons & Dragons setting coming out for 5e. And maybe this is something everyone else already knows and I don't know, but...
1: I don't actually have anything to do with it.
2: Hmm. I can tell you that the Kinder has been released as a playable class through... D D Beyond, or the uh, expanded Arcana, or, or something along those lines. Okay. But other than that, I've not heard anything official. But
5: well, they have. There are dragons as well in Dungeons and true. So Dragons yeah, too. Yeah, so yeah, dragons. I mean, yeah, right, but that does is. help. And, and, a a lance.
1: Lance. And, and a lance. And 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 Let's oh, not forget and the lance. lance. <laughs> 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 but Ancelon
0: and the Towers of High Sorcery and the, the, the Knights of Salamnia and anything what like I, that. What I what
1: I can't say. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what Wizards' uh, plans are for all of this. And and you know, and, and truthfully, nobody's talked to me about it. So, mm, They should. Okay. Um, but, but I can <laughs> tell you that when we wrote these, at least when I did the design work on, on these books, I did them specifically because I thought that they would make a fabulous setting. So whether Wizards does it or not, you know, somebody out there I think should uh, you know, do something with it. They can use World Anvil. They, can they could use World Anvil. agree. Yeah. Yeah. It is a
0: wonderful setting, truly.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm very excited for people to read the book and, and discover again the world that they love.
3: Well, to, to put at ease some of the things that you said about fame and being remembered, I will tell you that my 12-year-old daughter is now dungeon mastering. And her first game was set in Ravenloft.
4: Oh, that's wonderful. And she knows your
3: name. And she is sad that she had to go to bed and couldn't be here. Oh. Be here. <laughs> well, tell her that I say hello.
1: And that we should do something raven lofty for her at some point.
4: <laughs> well, mm. I must yeah.
1: go. I have an early morning tomorrow with hopefully about 500 people here. The there, there we go. go. Well,
2: Don, what you got? Close well,
1: out. Yeah,
5: absolutely. So, uh, first of all, I, uh, I think we all, um, but since I'm talking, I'll just say for me, I want to thank you for being here. We all want to thank you so much. Thank I want to thank you, you for you?
1: being patient. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely.
5: Um, and uh, you know, I know we'll definitely make an effort to come and see you uh, at your booth this weekend, and just spend time uh, hanging out and catching up and stuff we'll like have that. Have
3: some breakfast with you. That's right. Awesome. That's oh, right. Awesome. Yes, yeah. please.
5: Um, all right. So uh, on our last episode, episode two hundred and twenty-nine, which I believe was uh, our Fear the Con episode, yes. right, uh, with Josh and Lance and some other friends of ours, we had three established facts. So Josh put me to work Sorry. to try and get all these. That's okay. Uh, so from Adam, our friend Adam, uh, we have names. It's our first fact. Uh, Because
0: we didn't say ours today. Right,
5: (laughs) which is ironic. It is ironic. We do have them. We do. (laughs) We do. If you haven't. I said mine. Right, exactly. (laughs) Twice. Uh, And then from Lance, uh, we have uh, let's see, uh, the cat in the hat is your dungeon master. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) sure. Go back and listen to 229. I'm sure it's explained in that. Uh, And then from Josh, who decided to write a limerick. thank you sir
2: well, I, I wrote a poem a poem
5: right uh, <laughs> I'll try and read my own chicken scratch it says whatever you read or whatever you see your favorite book may be just what you need there we go uh, open your mind and be ready to see your book may be the next great RPG oh. alright so uh, I feel like that Corporate is very problem. fitting it's it's for good, our conversation right? today as well yes. Uh and our new fact for episode 230, hmm. our story time with Uncle Tracy. Uh, who needs Dyson numbers when imagination is all you need? And who needs sleep when all you need is Uncle Tracy?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: we want to thank you all for joining us on episode 230 of the Established Facts. We want to thank Tracy and uh, can't wait to hang out with him this weekend. If you are not a Gen Con, get here. Come and hang out with us.
1: Uh, Come and hang out with Tracy. But if you do come to Gen Con, you are going to have to stand in line and get your (laughs) vaccine
5: taken care of. That's right. So
1: get in line at Denver, and you'll be
4: (laughs) here in three days.
5: days. (laughs) (laughs) We love you guys, and we will check you later. Bye. Bye. Deuces.